0: Edition of Detroit Today. In for Stephen Henderson, I'm Russ McNamara. Good morning. The people charged with terrorism and conspiring to kidnap Governor, according to a federal affidavit, were mad at her for her executive orders she's been issuing during the pandemic. The Mackinac Center for Public Policy is also not a fan of the governor's executive orders. Their legal foundation successfully filed a lawsuit challenging the governor's authority to force businesses to shut down and issue mask requirements. The Mackinac Center issued a statement yesterday condemning violence and threats against anyone in politics, regardless of their beliefs. Joining me now is Joseph Lehman, the president of the Mackinac Center for Public Policy. Joseph, thanks a lot for joining me this morning. Good morning, Russ. Thank you. So tell me, I'm just curious. Do Republican leaders in the state of Michigan and then nationally uh, with President Trump, do they kind of bear some responsibility for plots like these and not particularly tamping down uh, some of the rhetoric towards Governor Whitmer. We've seen the protesters and Republican leaders mingle on the Capitol lawn. Uh, Some of those protests involved, you know, Nazi imagery, nooses and the like. Uh, Do some Republicans bear some of this responsibility or are they two completely separate issues?
1: Well, I think the uh, people who have uh, been uh, been charged with the with the crimes and if they are, in fact, found guilty, you know, they ultimately bear the uh, uh, responsibility for their actions. However, I don't want to minimize the role that rhetoric plays. And everyone who pays any attention to politics can see that the uh, heat level of rhetoric in this uh, country, political rhetoric, is just up at, at record levels. And so we, we have uh, the, the highest figures in politics in the land uh, from, from Donald Trump and everyone else who, uh, uh, it, it, with some of their rhetoric, are uh, throwing some gasoline around. And so it's not so surprising when there's a lot of gasoline thrown around that sometimes a spark will find it. And, and so it's, I think there's a there's a relationship there. Um, but we we've always got to separate uh, the uh, people res- who commit violent uh, acts or plan them, you know, from uh, from people who just. speak.
0: So the Mackinac Center uh, has come out against uh, a lot of the. Uh, what what you've typified as kind of an overstepping of her authority, uh, you challenge that in court. Uh, do you think it ra- uh, raises and rises to the levels of tyranny that some have accused Governor Whitmer of? Or is this no, just a difference? Is this just the difference in policy and ideals overall for government?
1: Yeah, it, uh, tyranny is not a word that we would use in in, in our lawsuit. We weren't actually saying that we were opposed to the policies in her executive orders, some 180 of them, I think, related to the pandemic. Our lawsuit was about the process. Our lawsuit said that when we have an emergency and it needs to be addressed, that the law says the governor and the legislature need to work together. At, but, however, the governor was making a different claim under a law that has been found unconstitutional now. She was claiming that she had a sole power to do this. Uh, and so even without regard to the content of her orders, we were saying these orders are being put in place the wrong way. They need to include the legislature, and that is what the court uh, said when it agreed with us. Is,
0: is that where the divide really shows up? Because it, it seems even during the early stage of the pandemic, uh, Republicans agreed with the initial orders and then just kind of refused to go along with it from there. I mean, is that, is that part of the problems in politics these days, I guess, in the state of Michigan?
1: Well, I, I don't think Michigan is, is such an outlier in terms of the political heat level. Mm-hmm. But look, there are 49 other states that somehow have governors and legislatures working together. And uh, now Michigan is going to have to fall in line with those. And the, when the, you're, you're right, Russ, that the legislature and the governor were working together in the first few weeks of the pandemic. And then Governor Whitmer asked for a pretty extensive uh, extension of the time limit. And the legislature said, no, we don't want to give you that much time. We want to give you less time. And then the governor just said, fine, I will then do it all by myself effectively cutting the legislature out of the out of the system until last week's supreme court ruling. So so now uh if you ask me to predict what are we going to end up with in terms of restrictions now that the governor and the legislature are probably going to have to work together I think we'll end up with 80 or 90% of the restrictions we have today. Uh, that those will be the things that uh, that they can all agree on. Uh, and of course, that's always a political process with with give and pull, and the Republicans and the Democrats have different incentives.
0: Yeah, how would you rate the governor's pandemic response so far?
1: Well, in in terms of process, uh, actually following uh, the constitutional balance of power and checks and balances, we would give her a very low grade. I mean, that's why we that's why we sued. Uh, in, in terms of her. The content of her policies um we at the Mackinac center are more more economists and and legal thinkers Mm -hmm. Uh, we're we're not epidemiological thinkers but i i think our policies have been maybe not as effective as some states but um uh, they're they're not really they're not really that different Uh, we we poked a little fun at some of her executive orders early on for example you can Carry a walking stick on a golf course, but you can't carry a golf club on a golf course. We thought that was silly. Uh, But in the early days of the pandemic, the governor actually agreed with some Mackinac Center recommendations and put them into place. And those were some those were some good ideas that made it easier to practice medicine across state lines. It made it easier to get medical help over the phone, made it easier to free up hospital beds without asking government's permission. Those were good moves. That the governor did early on, but some of the some of the other things that she did, uh, we we our our concern became she's not doing this with the input from the legislature.
0: Yeah, are, are you are you you know were you thinking that she kept some businesses closed longer than was necessary?
1: Uh, you know what I think she probably did, but the emphasis there is on think. It would be my guess. And I'll yeah. tell you what, the governor, governor has a tough job. Uh, this, these are unprecedented circumstances. And she had to make her best guesses in a lot of cases. I know she's got, got experts. But, but in the end, even in official circles, and even when elected officials need to reassure the people that they're doing a good job, they're doing some guesswork. And the people have to cut uh, elected officials a little bit of slack for that. It would be nice sometimes to hear from elected officials that, uh, hey, we're doing the best we can. We don't always get it right. Uh, but I think the governor has pulled back on, on some of the executive orders that, that clearly were not, uh, we're not producing much benefit, but we're producing some harm. Uh, some of the restrictions uh, have been lightened up as everybody knows, and, and, and hopefully uh, they won't become uh, more strict but they may have to uh, if health conditions change.
0: Yeah, we're talking with Joe Lehman, the president of the Mackinac Policy Center. Uh, I, I did promise Robert that we would get to him, uh, so let's head to Roseville right now. Uh, Robert, good morning. Good morning. So uh, what was your comment, sir?
1: Um, well, actually, my, com- my original comment was for the author previously with regards to why isn't why isn't the news media tabs on Antifa and Black Lives Matter the same way as all the other militia groups and treat them equally with looking into them, especially when their website and everything else literally dictates or says that they want to change everything
0: mm-hmm.
1: in a non-constitutional way.
0: Gotcha, and uh, I appreciate the comment there, uh, Robert. Uh, you know, basically there there's a bit of a difference currently between uh, the rhetoric surrounding uh, the anti-fascist group uh, collective uh, Antifa and plotting an overall takeover of <laughs> an overall uh, takeover and kidnapping of a governor, uh, Joseph Lehman, I'm sorry, we've run out of time. But uh, thanks a lot for joining us on Detroit Today. Anytime, Russ. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you very much. Today's show was produced by Shiraz Ahmed, Tia Graham, Laura Herberg, Quinn Kleinfelter, Pat Batchelor, Alex McLennan, Sasha Ryan, Eli Newman, and Meta Stangi. Jerome Vaughn is our news director. Joan Isabella is our program director. Matt Trevathan is the show's technical technical director and engineer. Detroit Today's music is created by Sam Bobian and Will Sessions. You can join us Monday when Stephen Henderson returns. I'm Russ McNamara.